Yo. What is good? Sixers Nation. NBA trade deadline pre-stream, man. Night before. 18 hours. The Philadelphia 76ers, man. Need to get something done. Welcome on in Philly Take with RB. I am RB. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you are updated anytime we drop content. Go live. We've been here all week. It's been another hectic day in the NBA, man. We're going to discuss everything that went down today. It's like a um, it's like a, a ladder, man. It's like you just keep keep taking the rungs up to the top, man. Building little by little each day this week. Dominoes falling left and right, and here we are the night before, as I promised. And we're going to get to the phone lines. I can't wait to hear what Sixers Nation has to say. Will the Sixers, will Daryl Morey get a trade done by 3 p.m. tomorrow? That is right. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow is the NBA trade deadline. As of right now, nothing has happened. There's a lot of speculation going on today. There's things from every side. There, There's people that are down that have lost hope. There's people that are optimistic and think it's going to happen in, in an hour. I mean, eh, there's things all over the place, man. And, and I just... I love this week, man. This is probably one of the best weeks in sports. NBA trade deadline week. Although I'm nervous right now, although I'm shaking, although I just keep biting all my nails off and I'm like, what is going to happen? I'm I'm sick of this 2-5 situation. I want it to be done with. I can't wait till it's done. Please be done. Daryl, come to our rescue, man. Come on, man. Let's go win a freaking chip this year. We got to compete, man. Anyway, we're going to get into everything that went down today. Shout out to everybody in the chat, guys. Hit that thumbs up button, man. Um, Let's keep growing the channel, man. We are the voice of the Sixers fan base, man. We do news coverage, live streams like this, play-by-play, post-game, all that good stuff, man. Hit the like button. Help me keep growing the family. Um, Hit that subscribe button, man. And and be sure to follow me on Twitter, guys, at RBPhillyTake. Tomorrow we are going to be on there, um, <laughs> probably losing, probably losing our minds for most of the day until 3 p.m. So I can't wait to see what happens. Um, what do you guys think? Give me your instant thoughts in the chat. How are we feeling? How are we feeling, Sixers Nation? How are we feeling, Sixers Nation? Are are we prepared? Are we nervous? Are we confident? What are we thinking, man? What are we thinking, guys? If you want the Sixers coverage, or you're an NBA fan here, hanging out, doing your thing. Hit that like button, man. We are going to get into it. I can't wait to get to the phone lines as well. But we got to talk about what happened today, man. We got to talk about what happened today. Let me shout out some channel members. Guys, join the Fire Take Nation, man. Channel membership link in the description. Four bucks a month. Get a lot of exclusive perks and more on the way. David, what's going on, man? What's up? Uh, Zaheed, what's going on? Taz Journey, what's going on? Says no trade is not happening uh, Katie, what's going on? Thank you for being here. Crack the code. What's going on? Jan 16, Ruber, Shifty, Ishan, Evan, Nick, Chris, Max. Thank you guys for being here. You guys are early, man. I know it's late, but we had to come on as promised, uh, for the pre-trade deadline call in stream. Man. We had to show up and show out and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Hope you guys are doing good. Jake says long time since I've been here. Well, you came in at the right time, Jake. You came in on the right night. Cause we're here and we're about to 
We're about to get some thoughts. I have some very strong things I need to get off my chest about what I am seeing today. About what I am seeing today. Because, man, some of these Sixers fans, they're trying to get me down. But I will not be defeated yet. Yet. Let's go, man. Tim, what's going on, Mike? What's up? Katie, KP, Brian, Nick, Ah, TO1, Vion, Josh. Shout out to everybody in the chat, man. All right, let's get into it. So today, before, you know, just a little warm-up, um, the Portland Trailblazers once again make another trade. And uh, let's just take a second to be thankful that we are not the Portland Trailblazers. Why do I say that? I say that because uh, the Portland Trailblazers are something else. They are something else. Um <laughs> They they put out the story about Damian Lillard, you know, still wanting to remain with the team, and they're going to do everything they can for him, this and this and that. And yesterday, in in the trade that they made, their second trade, they acquired Nikhil Alexander Walker, who's a very good depth piece. Let's be honest, and he's young. What is he? Twenty two, twenty three, whatever he is, and uh, he's a good piece. I was like, all right, at least Portland got a nice young piece to deal with, but no. They go ahead and trade Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who they acquired yesterday, and they get back Joe Ingles, who has a torn ACL and is out for the season, and it's essentially a salary dump. They get Elijah Hughes and a second-round pick. Spurs get a, uh, a salary dump. Um, <laughs> I, I just don't understand like what the Blazers are doing, and I'm thankful that we are not the Blazers because... Like, like, is Josh Hart going to get traded now? Like, what is the Blazers' idea? I know they're clearing up cap space, but let me tell you something. Nobody wants to go play in Portland. No stars want to go live in Portland. I'm, I'm just telling you, man. And Dane needs to get out of there. I, like, I just don't understand. He's 31. And, like, what are they doing? They couldn't even get another first-round pick, man. So, But anyway, the Utah Jazz get Nikhil Alexander-Walker, I think, will be great for that team, especially with Joe Ingles out. Steal of a move by the Jazz. The Spurs are just, you know, that third team thrown in there trying to clear some space and get some draft compensation. As you can see, Woj down here says the Jazz sending a Blazers 2022nd second-round pick via Memphis. Uh, and the Spurs, a 2027 second-round pick. So that's what happened today. All right, you guys ready to get into the good stuff, man. You guys ready to get into the good stuff? This is this is going to be interesting. I need y'all to hit that like button, no man. Let's get it to 100 likes. We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about because we have, listen to me, we have credentials on the line, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm talking about credentials, careers on the line. People's sanity on the line. It's going to be crazy, man. Shout out to Sean Channel member in the house with the $5 donation. Thank you for supporting Sean. Says, coming up from Virginia this weekend. Hoping for a Harden debut on Saturday night. Got tickets for the game. Yo, Sean, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. First game, right? I'm sure you didn't plan it that way. Come up and watch the newly renowned Joel Embiid and James Harden duo. Man, I'm hoping you get that. I, I really hope you do. I hope I get that. I hope we get that. Anyway, man. Shout out to Sean. All right, so today, if you thought it was going to be any less crazy than yesterday, you are crazy. Here's what happened. So Brian Windhorse, you know, ESPN's Brian Windhorse, a.k.a. Rich Paul's right-hand man, a.k.a. Wendy. 
He puts out a story bright early in the morning, and we heard all the buzz yesterday, and Brian Windhorst says that the Sixers are trending towards a deal for James Harden. Now, this absolutely just set off the rocket. Everything was going crazy. I mean, you have people shedding tears. We're getting them. We're getting Harden. We're doing it. Wendy put that out. He knew exactly what he was doing. You should have seen the smile on the dude's face. We'll get to that. Anyway, a quote from Brian Winhorst because he went on Get Up at like 8.30 in the morning. And this is what he had to say, quote, We are in the deal zone. <laughs> We're in the deal zone between Harden and 2-5. Now, I don't know what the heck the deal zone is. It sounds like some movie scene where like, you know, it's, it's things are about to go down and hit the fan. You know what I mean? We're in the deal zone, says Brian Windhorse, early and bright on, on Get Up. Like, this guy sounded genuinely excited. He sounded excited. Quote, I suspect they are going to get it done. I can't tell you they're going to get it done, but it is trending in that direction. Now, look, you got to understand something. If this deal happens, everybody wins. Everybody wins. Brian Windhorse gets to say he broke the story. Rich Paul gets paid because 2-5 gets paid and gets into a new situation. Sixers fans get the guy that they want, the offensive guru, the uh, offensive star that we want next to Joel Embiid. Everybody wins in this situation, and Brian Windhorse was ecstatic about it. So he came out pumping his chest, and, and he was ready to go. So we go on. Now here's Brian Windhorse right early in the morning. Okay. Now look at look at Wendy. <laughs> look at James Harden in the background. Look at Wendy and, and the way he is scheming right now. What do we think? Truth? Truth? Or just a scheme? Got something up his scheme. Brian Windhorse right now looks like he is about to break the biggest case of the entire decade. Of the entire century. Look at him right now. We're going to talk about uh, a potential rebuttal offer from the Nets. Hey, look at Brian. Brian Windhorse looks like he could come in and play some backup five for us, man. <laughs> Brian Windhorse is out here. He's on a mission. He's on a mission to push this, this story, man. And look, if there's any truth to it, it, it goes down the channel, man. It goes down the tunnel. Goes down the lane. Whisper down the lane. You know that game? But instead, Windhorse came out and he was like, yo, this trade, it's trending, man. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Look at Brian Windhorse. He's on a scheme here. So anyway, we go on. And then just a couple hours later, and listen, because this gets weird. This gets weird. A man by the name of Adrian Wojnarowski, who you know, from the same station, the same sports station, the biggest sports station, ESPN, puts out the complete opposite. There's no negotiation going on between Philly and Brooklyn per Woach. Quote, the idea that they are going back and forth that's been surmised by some, I don't believe that to be accurate. So not only is it Sixers and Nets, Sixers, Net, Sixers and Nets fans, 2-5 Rich Paul and the Sixers and Daryl Morey. Now you got Woj and Wendy going at it. Somebody's credentials are on the line right now. 
because Wendy came out and clear cut said, this thing is heating up. This thing is on fire. And Wode said, nope, I don't know who you're talking about, but they don't know what they are speaking on. Honestly, we should put these two guys in the octagon. We should let them go eight rounds and and, and duke it out. You know what I mean? We, uh, Woj and Wendy. Woj and Wendy. Look at this. Imagine televising this on ESPN. <laughs> Whoever made this picture, man, is uh, is an absolute legend. Whoever made this is an absolute legend, man. But I, I, I don't know what to believe in. I'm questioning. I'm questioning a lot. Because why would two guys from the same station put out the complete opposite? That's not good for business. That's not good for, for news, for the station in, in general. Like ESPN is doing double takes on themselves. They are lapping themselves right now. Meanwhile, you had Shams, who's also a Rich Paul and, you know, a Rich Paul tie there. Shams came out and was the you know one of the first people to break the story, like what a day or two days ago. He's been quiet ever since. Where did Shams go? I'm convinced they are hiding these people. Where did they go? Shout out to Kendrick Perkins. Yes, shout out to Kendrick Perkins because he was the first one to report on this stuff a couple weeks ago, and I said it was blasphemy. Kendrick Perkins is another. clutch sports type of guy. He has all the ins and outs, the connections. He said that this had legs to it. This is some some interesting stuff, man. Some interesting stuff. Anyway, we go on, and, and the Sixers reporter, Brass, they seem to be split on it. Here's a quote from Kyle Newbeck. Shout out to Harrison Grimm for posting it up. Had him on the channel earlier this week. Quote from Kyle Newbeck. The Sixers are sending a clear message. They view signing Harden outright as a real possibility. If the Sixers eventually need to move Toby in order to clear the cap space necessary to sign Harden this summer, sources familiar with the situation say that they have two potential suitors with cap space lined up who they could move Harris to to clear the decks. Now we're talking about moving Tobias Harris. Now we're talking about moving Tobias Harris. So what is it? What is going on here? Everybody seems to be duking it out, man. This is this is crazy. This is crazy. And then Keith Pompey puts out an article saying that the Sixers have had conversation with OKC regarding Tobias Harris. So what is going on? Like, like this is just nuts, man. And 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 Stephen A as well today on first take said that somebody texted him saying the deal was going to happen. We are in crazy times, man. We are in crazy times, man. So anyway, we're gonna. I'm gonna take a, a second here because we have a lot more to go over. But I want to. I want. I want to see what you guys are thinking on this, man. We got 325 in the building. What's going on, everybody? Shout out to my guy DJ Eastwood. Run it back, Philly in the house. What's going on, my guy? Appreciate the five dollar donation. Thank you for the support, man. It says I would take the money line on Woj. I'll parlay it with Wendy. Passes out just trying to. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll parlay it with Wendy. Passes out just trying to get in the ring. That's great. That's great. I mean, whoever made this this picture, man, is just they are legendary, man. I want to see them duke it out, man. 
Because whoever has the wrong side of the scoop here, you know, they're going to try to make up for it. They're going to say, oh, well, you know, like say it doesn't happen and Windhorse is sitting here and he goes, well, you know, I mean, talks just kind of, you know, subsided at the last hour. They just died down, right? He could say that. But it's just like, you know, somebody's credentials are on the line here, man. And, you know, I've been the guy to trust Woj more so. But here's what I don't understand. What I don't understand is how this comes up in a a later report. But how can Adrian Wojnarowski say that there is no substance or no life at all? How can you say they're not communicating whatsoever? We know that at this point there has to be at least conversation because like DJ said on his stream, why wouldn't Daryl Morey pull the trigger on C.J. McCollum for what they traded him for, for Tyrese Halliburton, for this, for that? We haven't heard anybody else linked to the Sixers. We haven't heard anything. Bradley Beal's out for the year. Why wouldn't we at least hear something else? Or have we just been cashed all in? Has it just been this or nothing? Like, this is nuts, man. Somebody's career is in the balance right now. So. <laughs> if they, it, Look, I feel that, me personally, without any sources, I feel like this has life to it. I feel like there's definitely been some conversations, but how far are the talks willing to go? How far can we read into this? Because now it's it's Wednesday night, and everybody's everybody's worried, man. Everybody is worried. Anyway, Keith Smith, who is a great uh, NBA reporter, uh, listen to him a lot. He says, "What I was told this was earlier today by a team that is not involved directly is that they were trying to do a deal with Brooklyn. Another team was trying to trade with the Nets, and that they were put on hold." That generally is a sign that something else is close and we don't have to think too hard to figure out what it is. And you know what? I've been on the Maury train this entire time. I've been trying to convert y'all to the good side, man. And I'm going to tell you something right now as to why I am still buying that this happens by tomorrow. And here it is. Not that. Here it is. About what, what was it? Five o'clock, four hours ago, the night before a game, the Nets say that James Harden, with his hamstring injury, will miss his fourth straight game tomorrow in Washington. Now, if you were on the stream yesterday, yesterday they said he looked good at shoot-around. They ruled him out at 11 in the morning. You're telling me now they're going to rule him out the day before? Is his injury that bad? If he looked good at shoot-around, they're going to rule him out the day before. A team that's lost nine straight games. That might lose 10 in a row. Are they home or away tomorrow? I don't know. Kyrie might not be able to play. Kevin Durant's not playing. You're telling me with the body language, with the way it is right now, and they're going to rule him out the day before. I, It just something seems weird about that to me. Something seems weird about that to me. He's already ruled out for tomorrow night's game. In Washington. There you go. In Washington. So it's an away game. So Kyrie can play. But still, do they have the crew to to win a game? I don't think so. 
And I think that's weird, man. I think that is weird. Jans, with the $8 donation, thank you for the support, man. If we got Harden and a guy like Burks at the deadline, I'll be ecstatic. Man, I will jump through a building. I will jump head straight through a wall. Nah, I probably won't, but still, you know what I mean. Come on, man. Jans, thank you for supporting the channel, man. Anyway, we get another report, and I promise I'm going to stop talking soon, and we're going to hit the phone lines. Uh, there's just so much new, like reports, news going on. I'm just trying to inform you guys and let you know because I don't know where to stand at this point. What I will not do that I've seen a lot of Sixers fans doing is sitting here, you know, a night before the trade deadline, saying that there is no hope that we are done. I'm not. Go- I'm not saying it's going to happen. I want it to happen. I'm not saying it's positively going to happen. I'm not saying it's positively not going to happen. But what I will not do is sit here the night before when this time we've backed the idea of let's go get as much as we can and say the night before the deadline that it's over with. I I understand the takes from both sides, but do we not remember last year's trade deadline? I streamed it last year with DJ. Do we not remember the madness? And each day this week has been insane. There are going to be a lot of interesting deals that go down tomorrow. There's going to be a lot that you don't expect. I don't see this being a quiet deadline. So the fact that you guys want to sit here and say that it's over with, I just don't agree with that. I don't agree with that, man. I mean, anything can happen. Until it doesn't happen at 3 p.m. tomorrow, then we'll see what happens. But come on, man. Come on. This is this is how negotiations work. Do we not understand how leverage works? Teams are going to go back and forth. It doesn't matter if the deal gets done in the next minute. It doesn't matter if it gets done tomorrow at 259.59. The fact of the matter is, if it gets done, it gets done. And that's all I can say, man. So I, I just don't, like, you, you got to also realize that the season here is hanging in a balance. And that's why I want this to happen bad. I want this to happen because our season, we're not going to contend for a chip without making a significant move. Even though I don't think we're that far off, I think the East is open, and I think that's more reason why we need to do this. But anyway, this report came out midday. The Nets are reportedly countering the Sixers with an offer of James Harden and likely Patty Mills for 2-5 Seth Curry, Matisse, and Andre Drummond. Now, I don't buy the Andre Drummond thing at all, but what I do think is that Seth and Matisse are... See, here's here's how I view it. I view them on the phone, and, you know, Daryl Morey's trying to tell the, uh, the Nets GM, Sean Marks, like, yo, you guys are about to lose your 10th straight. You don't have any leverage. You're going to have to blow this team up. Kyrie's going to leave. Harden's going to leave. Just take our offer and take something. And, and I think the Nets are sitting here trying as much as they can, saying, you know what? Well, give us Curry, give us Thiable, picks, whatever. I think that's what they're trying, and you you have to meet at a certain point. And honestly, something that I proposed was I think Daryl Morey's going to stand on his ground because I would not give up 2-5 Curry and Thibel and a pick. I would not do that because I don't think you have to. And I think Daryl Morey's holding his ground, and I think that the Brooklyn Nets are going to sit here and try to get another team involved. Guess that's my hot take for the night. I think this could end up being a three-team trade because let's think about this critically. The Nets have no draft picks. They gave up four first-round picks and four pick swaps when they got James Harden last year. This has turned into a catastrophe in year two. 
And it might just be that situation where the talent's just not going to work out due to other circumstances. And if I'm Brooklyn, yeah, I, I'll take two five and I'll try to get them back and let them play next to Kevin Durant. Who knows about Kyrie? But they have no draft assets. This is just like when they traded for Paul Pierce and KG and they gave up the house. So what I think is that they're going to try to get another team involved. Just another take on my mind, but just madness, absolute madness. So, you know, he's going to miss the game. Shout out to Devontae Smith, who said he would like to see Harden and Philly. People are openly speaking on this, man. People are openly speaking on this. And I just, you know, it's just a lot of madness. I'm nervous, but I'm ready for this to be done. Either way, I just want something to happen. I think that even if James Harden does not happen, I think that Daryl Morey will make a move for a bench piece. I do think that is going to happen. But the thing about it is that whatever happens earlier in the day, like say he makes a trade early on, that could even signal something else. And you know what? If he doesn't make the Harden trade, I could see Tobias getting getting moved to OKC or whatever else just to try to dump that salary and stack up for the offseason. Either way, it's going to be an absolute uh, just insane day tomorrow. We thought last year was crazy. This is going to be nuts, man, because this this kind of determines what is going to happen for the next however many months. And let me tell you something, man. Like, the Nets are at their lowest point right now. This is where you have to strike. Daryl's going to hold strong, but I believe that in the final hours, things will happen, conversations will be had, and, you know, we're going to see what happens, man. But uh, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. We'll open up the phone lines, man, 215-798-7638. That's all the news from today that I gathered. Maybe there's more that I didn't even uh, didn't even hit on, but there's just too much to cover, man. Um, <laughs> it's been a crazy day, man. It's been a crazy day. We got 500 in the chat, guys. Pre-trade deadline stream covering the team. We'll be here. I'm going to try to go live tomorrow. Should I go live tomorrow? Let me know. I'm going to try to go live tomorrow and uh, at least for like an hour. During the deadline, it might lose my mind, but we'll see. Steven with the $5 donation. Thank you, my man, for supporting. Says we should be targeting DeJounte Murray. He's young with huge upside for years to build with. Comes cheaper than Harden. I just don't see the Spurs getting rid of him. The Spurs don't strike me as that kind of team where... um. Sorry, I'm, I'm hooking this thing up. The Spurs don't strike me as a team that's going to do anything tomorrow. But I, I think some big trades that nobody is expecting are going to happen. I'm, and I'm not just talking about with the Sixers. Believe it or not, I could see the Lakers trying to dump Russ. I could. So it's going to be an interesting uh, trade deadline, man. And I just hope we do something. You know, we'll talk about some potential backup uh, bench players that I, I think would be good for this team. We'll, we'll get into it all, man. But before we do that, like, I need some thoughts on this Harden thing. I need at least, you know, I need somebody. Somebody's got to tell me what's going to happen, man. Somebody needs to call in and tell me what's going to happen. Um, let's go to the phone lines, man. 215-798-7638. What is going on? You are on the show. Yo, what's up, RB? How's it going, man? What's up, man? So, look, I mean, if, if the Sixers trade for Harden, it clearly would be, you know, you can't deny this would be, good reason for excitement, but I'm concerned if, if if things really were to turn the wrong way with a trade like that, it might not just be a bad trade. It might end up being historically bad. Like if the Sixers give up 
Ben, McKeith, and Seth. Yeah. I mean, Harden is looking the way Westbrook looked in his year with the Wizards. And if we're giving up all our defense and the shooter, we bring in a guy also that certainly has the potential to disrupt chemistry. He'll take touches away from Maxi. He certainly wouldn't help Toby. Toby in the last eight games is shooting 60% and 55 from three. And indeed would have potential of getting his game disrupted as well. So do you see that as a concern? Uh, no, nah, I would have to disagree. I actually think Toby would be better um, because I think that Toby needs to take a backseat role. And I think Harden is going to demand the ball. Unlike Maxi, who is young and, you know, inexperienced and Doc doesn't want to give him the keys yet. I think Harden would actually help out Tobias Harris more by making him take a back seat. But, um, you know, in terms of your point about right, uh, right. Seth and Matisse, I, I agree 100%. I would not do that. And I think that the Sixers should not bite on too much. And I think this is how the negotiation process works. You know, Daryl wants to get a star. He wants to get a big name. And he's he's not going to give up too much. We saw that last year at the deadline. So I would agree with you uh, on, on that aspect of it. Gotcha, gotcha. And the one other thing I wanted to see what you thought about was, um, you know, if the Sixers were to, like, engage with the Thunder, like you said, as an example, for mm-hmm. Toby, yep. you know, is, is Luke and Stewart maybe a guy, or what guys would you see them trying to get, or, or would it be picks or a third team? What would you see happening there? In, in terms of the Sixers, are you saying? Yeah, like if they're trying to uh, talk to the Thunder about yeah. potentially taking on Toby's contract, how would you yeah. see that potentially playing out? Yeah, I, I honestly would see it as a salary dump uh, in somehow, some way. Um, probably just, you know, we, we'd probably pick up some, you know, maybe some expiring contracts or, or whatever they can have. You know, uh, we'd probably have to throw in a pick or two, knowing the, the Oklahoma City Thunder, who um, seem to, you know, be trying to get more picks and, and more picks as we go. But in my opinion, it would be to try to clear Tobias's contract, which is pretty bad going forward, and to try to you know clear cap space right. and sign Harden outright in the summer. So, right, okay, this yeah. is how I see yeah, it, I mean, man. Obviously, that's going to be a big part of it. But uh, but anyway, bro, keep up the good work. Thanks for taking yep. the call. Thanks for the call, man. As well. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, I I, I could see uh, I could see Daryl trying to clear uh, Tobias's contract if this trade does not happen. But if it does, I don't see Tobias getting moved. That's just my personal opinion. Um, and he has been playing well, like the caller said. So we'll see what happens, man. Lou Dort would be amazing. Yeah, that'd be good, but you're not. we're not going to get that. Literally, OKC would just try to take Toby. Like, I, I have a feeling OKC might make a trade just so that they can pull somebody in and then clear their contract and get more draft picks. They literally gave – I couldn't believe Oklahoma City gave up a draft pick today. I could not believe that to help like a to help the Heat clear space or whatever. Like, who knows what's going to happen, man. Run it back. Philly, my guy, says James Harden will be here. It will be tweeted by Woj at 10.21 a.m. Yo, I hope you're right, man. I, I called something yesterday about Doc Rivers – uh, putting Joel Embiid back in at 657, the 657 mark. It was nuts. So I'm going to rely on, on my guy DJ to call it 1021 a.m. That's what we're going with. Let's go back to the lines, man. Yo, you are on the show, man. What's up? Hey, how you doing? What up, man? What up? Uh, the same turning situation, I feel like it's going to go down, even though uh, Twitter and where 
I don't have Twitter, so I've been getting all my stuff through Instagram has been a whirlwind. Yeah, yeah. And just, like, uncertainty <laughs> of this Philadelphia 76ers franchise right now. Yeah, lot, Would lot you agree with that balance, man? Yeah, lot lot hangs in the mm-hmm. balance, man. It's, yeah. it's you know, people want to wait. They're so they're so confident that things are going to open up in the offseason. I'm not confident at all. We need to. This is the perfect chance, man. This is the perfect it, opportunity to strike. Really, that team is really, down oh, bad, man. That the Nets are down bad right now. It's it's a win now situation. Yeah. We have where a perfect spot of where we want to be right now. We're not in the plan. We're not at the top of the conference. We're like, what, third or fourth? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Some, yeah. Something like that. So we're perfect. We're going to face a playing team if if that comes to worse. Or we get the number one, number two seed. But that's fine. That's fine. But if we have James Harden and we still stay at four and five, that gives us an easier chance of getting getting an early break for the first round against put X team here, put Y team here, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But let's say we don't make the trade and no trades happen. Out first, Dennis Schroeder, Javon Carter, James Harden, none of that happens. Yeah, we're not, and we're not winning we still, anything. We still, we still, um, get that four and five, it still might be semi-easy to get past uh, to the yeah. to the second round, but it's not going to be as easy as it could be with um, the 76ers yeah. having James Harden and that floor spacing. Yeah. yeah, I agree, man. Appreciate the call. Shout out to him. Uh, I agree 100%. You know, <clears throat> people see... Here's the thing that that's really getting on my nerves today. People are still talking to me about, oh, well, this guy is untouchable. Listen to me right now. If it's 2-5 Curry and a pick, come on, man. This is James Harden. How many times? Like, see, here's the problem. You guys listen to Stephen A. And, and I'm not I'm not just taking a jab at Stephen A. But, you know, people on, on a national stage, this is why, why people come on YouTube, man. Like, we, we need the facts. The facts of the matter is that this would be a good trade for both teams, man. The Sixers need to finally give Joel that Robin. Can you imagine the two-man game with Joel Embiid and James Harden before everybody got hurt last year, which is a concern? Don't take away this year, man. This year is, is just weird for the Nets. Everybody's going down with injuries. Kyrie can't play. Look at last year. James Harden literally adapted his game. He adapted his game. He was, we, we were talking about it for months. James Harden, not only did he drop 35 pounds with the fat suit, but he came out playing great basketball. He went from an unmotivated situation in Houston, and he came out and he was ready to ball. He was attacking. Not only was he put up the points, he became a much better facilitator with the right guys around him. So this notion that, oh, Toby's going to be worse or, you know, Curry's going to be, or he's going to take away from Joel. Uh, No, no, and no. This is finally the chance where we will have a solidified number two option 
a superstar on offense next to Joel Embiid. And I just can't, like, did we not learn our lesson last year? I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. So are you serious that you're going to sit here and you don't want, you don't want James Harden because we have Seth Curry. I mean, come on, bro. I just, I can't take it anymore. I love Seth Curry. He's one of the most underrated players in the Eastern Conference. I've been saying this myself, man. But come on now. Come on, man. Like, how how many years does Joel have to go through this stuff before, you know, he gets another guy, a lethal scorer, man? Yeah, I've been backing up Tobias, but the fact of the matter is his cap is an 18-point-per-game scorer, man. That's what he is. He needs a, he needs a guy that can go off for 33. <sighs> That's just how I feel about it, man. And I get it. There are concerns. There definitely are concerns. But come on, James Harden taking him from the Nets. The East is open, man. What is going on? You're on the show. RB, how's it going, man? What's up, man? Hey, man, I understand everything you're saying with the whole James Harden thing. And, you know, to have a player like James Harden caliber, that would be great. However. It would be fantastic. It would be fantastic. It would be must-see basketball. It would be. (laughs) It would be. It would be great basketball. The two-man game between Joel Embiid and James Harden, right? However, with the situation, two questions I have for you. With the situation that Brooklyn's are currently facing with James Harden's situation because he doesn't want to be there, at least from reports that we've heard. No, he doesn't right? want to be there. And this summer, they'll most likely be losing him for free. Yep. Right? They're not getting anything back. So, a straight up trade, I think, you know, they have James Harden. We have, we have two five, right? A straight up trade, I think that's what Daryl Murray is going for. And I think that's, that's perfectly okay because we have um, a four-year deal on, on Ben Simmons. You see what I mean? So if it's either you take Ben Simmons, get on a four-year deal, or lose James Harden for free. But they're trying to be greedy right now. They want Steph Curry. They want picks and all of that. I think that's what's stalling the deal. Yeah, and if yeah, I was Daryl Morris, if I was in Daryl Morris' shoes, I wouldn't do it. You would, you would not do it? I would not do it. You would. You would not do what? Not exactly. The the Curry five. I, I wouldn't give and two five. You wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I agree with that. I agree simply with because, that. yeah, simply because they're going to lose him this summer anyways. But but that that see that, they are that's, and and I'm glad you bring up that point. I respect it. But here's what I'm saying: like I don't care about the Brooklyn Nets. It, like hooray for them! Like right. I, we just need a guy. We can go win this year. We have a shot. We have a That's chance. True. And if it doesn't work, right. Daryl Morey has proven he can re uh, restructure a roster. Man, like that at the end of, end of the day, man, it's James Harden. If the deal's there, yeah, I don't want to overpay, but you try to get it done, man. Right. That's true. But I think what Daryl Morey is doing is playing the long game. Because um, if they end up losing him for free, right, they're not getting anything back for for James Harden. Most likely, with the relationship between Daryl Morey and James Harden, most likely he ends up in Philly if we can move to buy Harris. He can end up in Philly now. We can go win a chip, man. And B's on another level. That's true. (laughs) 
<laughs> but the assets that we're giving up. It's not not going to come down to that, man. It's not going to come down to that because James Harden got traded last year. Look at the the pieces that were moved. Look at some of these other guys that were moved. The Nets don't have leverage. They stink. They stink. They're in the the cellar. They stink. They're going to lose 10 in a row. They are. (laughs) They can't demand everything. (laughs) That's true. They can't demand it, man. But that's, that's that's what the problem is because they are demanding. You know, if they if they want picks, they want Curry, they want Tybal or whoever, right? Uh, 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 Drummond. Like if they're demanding all of those things and they have no leverage, what what incentive is there for Daryl Morey to make the move to win now, the that's, championship? That's the first point. To win the championship this year. To that's win. true, but <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, but from my perspective, right. There are two things. So there's that, and then there's um, when you when you take a look at at uh, James Harden contract situation. Do you really want to pay James Harden that much money when he's thirty six, thirty seven years old? No, With the decline that we've seen recently. No, I don't, man. And I and if we win the championship that, within the next year, I don't care. Give me a championship. <laughs> I'm tired of waiting, man. Yo, I, I appreciate. I understand your takes, that. Man. I understand that. I'm tired of waiting. Yeah, but that contract situation is it's a big deal, man. That we got to think is. about. It is definitely is, man. Hey, appreciate your takes and your call, man. As always, shout out to you, man. Look, bro, I get it. I get it. Aren't you guys tired of waiting? Aren't you guys tired of waiting? Come on, man. We have it. The fact that we are even talking right now about Daryl Morey turning 2-5 into James Harden. Dude, come on, man. I get it. He could get hurt. We could pay him this. I don't care about that right now. I'm trying to go win. Joel deserves this opportunity. He deserves this opportunity, man. Like we can talk about all the all the little things, man. We can talk about this and this and that. I mean, come on, man. It's if the deal's there, no, you don't overpay, but you do what you can to get it done. You do what you can to get it done. Come on, man. <clears throat> I don't know how people are cool with wasting more seasons after sitting through the entire process. That's what I'm saying. The long game. Man, we've been waiting for eight years. <laughs> Unreal, dude. Running back Philly says, I don't care about Josh Harris's money. Pay him. Pay him. Pay him. If Tyrese Maxey, James Harden, and Joel Embiid. Come on, man. That is a scary core. That is a scary core. You figure out the rest later. Speaking of, of, by the way, though, a couple names here from Austin Krell that the Sixers could be interested in. Shout out to my guy, Alec Burks. Could he be on the table? I have heard whispers of Schroeder as well, just from uh, from other people on, on Twitter and such. Um, you know, a couple cheap options we could go after. I do think we, uh, I think we pick up a backup guard. Where, how do you guys feel about this situation, man? We're going to take a couple more callers on this Harden thing and... Um, you know, we'll, we'll keep it on going. I'll read some of the chat. Shout out to everybody in here. We got 550 in the house, guys. Night before the deadline. Guys, we, we got to get this to 200 likes, though, man. Hit that like button. Subscribe for constant coverage. Oh, somebody keep me sane, man. What's going on? You're live on the show. Hey, how are you, man? 
How are you doing? Just absolutely fantastic. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Um, I'm just, I'm trying not to get extremely excited, but at the same time, I'm excited. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. You know, um, just the fact of, you know, having Harden and Embiid together, just, it just, you know, it's just, you know, seems too good to be true, but like, you know, I'm tired of waiting for, you know, this championship, man, you know, um, I want it to happen. Gotta, gotta uh, and get I it think, done, man. you know, gotta do something about I it. I think dude. a package of, yeah, I think a package of like, um, Ben Simmons, um, Seth Curry, maybe even th- throwing for a couple of picks. I think that should get it done, man. I'll take it, man. I'll take it. Send it their way right now, man. Got to get it done. Let's go right. win. Let's go win. I know. But I just had a quick question for you. Yeah, go so, ahead. Um, what if, you know, Brooklyn's like, you know, we want Ben, Tyrese, Matisse, and they're not like, they're not, you know, they're not moved from that stand. They're, they're kind of stubborn with that. They're gonna they're what gonna come down. They're gonna come down, man. Gonna come and down? I'll tell you why. Because you they so? are down bad. They are about to lose ten in a row. They have no choice. They're gonna have to blow up their team. It hasn't worked. It won't work. They have to do something. I could even see Kyrie yeah. getting traded out of the blue. They have to do something. That team and, and let me tell you why. Because for the slim chance you're right, and they come back and they go on a win streak and go to the playoffs, guess what? All these people's optimistic wishes for the offseason are not going to happen. You could convince them all to stay mm-hmm. if something else. Like, that's why I'm saying this is their their most vulnerable point yet. And it happened at the perfect time before the deadline. This is where you kick them while they're right. down and you, and you get it done. And there's too much smoke in the area, man. Too much smoke in the area. But got to do something, man. Appreciate I agree. the call, no. though, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, man. Come on, man. You got to kick them while they're down. The Nets are not a good team. They're not a good team, man. Guys, hit the like button, man. We got 200 in the house. 200 likes in the house. We got 525 people in the house. Chucky, what's going on, man? What's going on? Katie says, RB's wild. How am I wild? I'm I'm telling you what you need to hear. I don't understand how some of you people can be okay can be okay with waiting, like just throwing away this season. Are you going to watch the games if we don't make a move? I'll watch them so Joel can win the MVP. Do you think we have a chance at winning the chip without making a move? And don't tell me we're going to get a George Hill-esque player and get and win the championship. We're not. And, and, and everybody's focused as they should be on the hardened part of it. Can we get this? I can't even say. Can we get this dude off our team, man? You know who I'm talking about. Can we get them off our team? I'm tired of them just wasting space. This Sixers team, this is the most fun I've had watching this team. And it looks ugly at times. But you know what they do? They fight. They fight. Joel said it on Friday or whatever it was. Or or, or Monday. I'm not going to babysit anybody, bro. James Harden comes in here. He's going to be locked in. You know, mean mugging with the beard. Joel Embiid. I mean, James Harden would instantly be one of the one of the most favorite Philly athletes, Ben. Everybody at the game is just going to be, you know, oohs and ahs every time this dude does a, a step back 
knocks one down from 37. I mean, you guys don't want a player like that? I don't understand. Get it done. They are missing Katie. You're overreacting. I'm not overreacting. Do you want me to pull up the standings? They've lost nine in a row. No team that's ever lost seven in a row has won the championship. If they lost three in a row, yeah, overreacting. They've lost nine games in a row. KD's still going to be out for a couple weeks. <laughs> Come on, man. The team is not good. They were down 28-2 yesterday. And again, I'm not saying if we get James Harden that it's an instant championship team, but it gives us a shot with how Embiid's playing. We already have a decent shot to, to go to the second round, the third round, because Embiid is so great. He has masked a lot of the deficiencies on his team. Imagine him with Joel Embiid, man. Come on, man. We got we to put our, our thinking caps on a little bit here. Don't get blinded by that toxicity in Brooklyn. What's going on? You're on the show. Yo, yo, hey, RB, love the show. Uh, yeah, just a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on here. But I think, like, you know, I guess I'm just getting right into my point. Let me my my I thing. Um, deeply, man. Let's let's hear it, man. You know, it's just like part of the reason why I know, like, Brooklyn's now kind of in this counter game where they're asking for way too much, and I I do agree with you. That price is going to go down. But, like, even if we have to give up a couple things we really don't want to give up, just losing this year and, like, the unsung thing about Harden is his passing. It's, like, how many times this year are we going to watch Embiid get that positioning down low and then nobody can pass him the ball? Like, it's, like, it's like impossible for him to get the ball on the low block. He's got to, like, start his post-ups from, like, outside the three-point line. And I think Harden... Harden's smart enough to, like, realize this, and he's going to be, like, you know, kind of manipulating the game to get him, like, those looks and stuff. Dude, and it's just, dude. like... <laughs> I don't mean to cut yeah. you off, but, like, you're exactly right. Like, I feel like people are, yeah. are forgetting, like, who we are talking about here because he's playing in Brooklyn where there's no fans, there's a teammate that has showed up one-fifth mm. of the games, and Kevin Durant is hurt. Like, this is James Harden. Like, I, I completely yeah. agree with that point. He is going to dissect the defense. They got to worry about Joel and James Harden. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, and just, like, them playing off each other, them helping each other get into their own spots, and just, like, oh even if you had to lose Curry, and, you know, I, I think if you're losing Curry, I think it's, like, you got your pieces, like, Maxi's off the table, but, you know, even, like, you know, then you got, like, Thibel and Curry, and it's, I think, like, if it had to come down to one or the other, I think you really got to, you really got to consider it. Uh, you know, I would love to throw in those young guys, like who, like if they want any of the young, cheap guys like Reed or I say a Joe, I, I don't know if that gets it done, but yeah. throw them in there, throw in Drummond, just like, and I think Brooklyn probably would like a guy like Drummond because, would, you know, with Claxton kind of in and out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could definitely see them trying to pick up Andre Drummond. That would be a tough one for me because I, I feel like we need that backup depth for sure. Uh, but, again, if it comes yeah. to Andre Drummond, like, I mean, come on, man. You, you get James Harden, you figure yeah, out you the gotta rest do later, it. man. You figure out the rest later. Yeah, like, you know, we're going to have, like, it's going to sting a bit, but, like, I don't know. We just, we 
we need a guy like you know since Jimmy Butler walked away like we we need a guy who can just like do that high level stuff you know and Harden does it like even if he's old even if he's a little even if he's got a beer gut I think like that's going to turn around really fast like it did last year you know absolutely he's going to be as soon as he went to Brooklyn, he was motivated, man. He was ready to be a killer. Yeah. They were probably going to go all the way if they didn't get hurt. Like, James mm. Harden was leading that and, team. And that man. toe, that toe was on the line, you know? It was like, they're yeah. Yeah, they so still close. But now Harden's like, Harden's not going to do what he did in Houston again. He doesn't want to do that, I think. Yeah, exactly. And and look, man, there's we could talk about the behind-the-scenes relationships. Like, Harden would be much happier mm. Next to Joel Embiid, knowing that Daryl Morey is his guy again. I mean, it's just that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah. And our, you know, our supporting cast, so to speak. You know, we're winning games, and they are they're they've just lost like an eighth of their season in a row. Like that's crazy. <laughs> they're about that's to lose ten games in a row, man. <laughs> ten games, like ten. Their it's season is done. It is done, and it, it came at the perfect yeah. time. Perfect time, man. But yeah, yeah like, people were saying like, "Oh, they want the um, they want to have the away court, you know, thing, so they can get more Kyrie." It's like, you well, know, you gotta at least get there. Yeah, but yeah, you know. yeah, it's crazy, man. But yeah, I appreciate the call, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Have, yeah, love the show. Appreciate it, man. Shout out to my guy DJ in the chat. Run it back, Philly. We will be live tomorrow. Uh, where is this? Where is this at? Of course, it doesn't pop up. Give me a second, y'all. He says, people are saying we can't lose Matisse Thibel. We had him and Ben both last season and got smoked by a redheaded stepchild herder. We need offense. Yeah, how about that? How about that? I love me some Matisse. I've supported him a lot. We got cooked in the playoffs. We got cooked. Come on, man. We got cooked by the Atlanta Hawks. That should have never, ever happened. Should have never happened, man. Yeah, people are worried about Matisse and and 2-5. Look, I I don't want to give both of them away, but if it came down to James Harden, bro, come on, man. Matisse, you know, obviously 2-5 absolutely folded, but Matisse Thibel had one of the, the... Worst fouls of the game at the end. He had one of the worst fouls of the game at the end. He's still learning. He's still a, he's a great developmental piece. We're talking about James Harden. Dude. I'm not making the same mistake again. I made the mistake last year. I'm not making it again. So I agree 100% with, with running back, man. And again, look, like we have to sit here and realize the Nets are not, if the Nets were on like a winning streak or or whatever, they would have so, like, they would not budge. Yeah, I don't think you guys are putting it into context here. Like, they are on the verge of being one of the biggest disappointments with all of the star talent they've had. It is over. It is over. They're about to lose 10 straight. They don't, they're, they're not, that team. They're not those guys. Just how I feel, man. Fiebel got cooked by Luca and Booker this past week. He's a great piece, man, but he's still got to learn. 
I want a guy that can put the ball on the floor, get us a shot with two seconds left in a game other than Joel, and give us 30 on any given night. Everybody wants to talk about the numbers. The numbers are down. He's playing alongside Kevin Durant. And now he's playing alongside a core that is just banged up, bruised. It's, it's just unbelievable. James chose the Nets last year. Sixers didn't make a mistake. Yeah, he chose the Nets because he thought he was going to win three titles in a row. The guy wants to win. He's the only one out of the three that haven't won. He's hungry. He's hungry for, for a chance. And he knows he's not getting it in Brooklyn. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Yeah, how you doing, man? This is uh, PD calling from Holmesburg. What's up, my man? I think, what's up, man? I think uh, Brooklyn is going to demand Maxi in a trade with uh, with Ben Simmons. I don't see how, how they wouldn't want Maxi. If, if they know we're, we're in a position where we need one player to possibly win the whole thing, why wouldn't they demand Maxi? Oh, they're, they're, they want Maxi. The, the fact of the matter is they're not in any position to demand anything. So they're not getting them. And uh, at the end of the day, we do have it in our back pocket where we say, well, you know, fine. We'll, we'll wait till the offseason. We'll sign them for nothing. We know Harden wants to come here. Like, we'll, 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 that's our leverage point right there. And the Nets, what are they going to say to that? Like, all right, we'll just let them go for nothing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I think any team that has a, like, who are they going to play at a point guard? When they get Ben Simmons, he's not really going to be their point guard because they, just like we know through past playoff experience, what teams do in the playoffs with Ben is just, uh, back, they they just back off of him, well, and um, they don't press him. What about Kyrie? But Kyrie can't play home games. Correct. It's like you're you're going to yeah. just win. You're going to win all of your all of your <laughs> all of your away games, and then lose all your home Correct. games. Correct. Correct. And that's why this thing is about to implode. Or actually, it already is imploding in my eyes. And you know, no, nobody wants. I, I mean, I'm. I'm not going to speak for them, but in my opinion, nobody wants Kyrie on that team. Like nobody wants a dude suiting up right. for half of the playoff games. It just doesn't make sense, right. and they just don't see the avenue, for, you know, to to win. They they're just not strong enough. Okay, yeah. I, all right. Well, that's all I wanted to say. All right, man. All I wanted to say. I don't. I don't really see the Nets making it making a deal without Maxi included because he's the he's like we know how great he is, how good he is for our team. He's improved immensely. Like he's a he's a superstar in the making, in my opinion, and I think the Nets know that. And you know, I think they would just trade their old their old superstar for our virgin superstar, and they they won't do it without that. That's just my thing. Hey, appreciate the call, man. Of course, they want Tyrese Maxey. Of course, they want him, but they're not getting him. He's he's untouchable. There's no way Maxey gets traded. Um, Katie, shout out to you guys. Hit that like button if you're in here. Almost 600 in the chat. Hit the thumbs up. Subscribe. We're going to be covering it uh, all the way down till tomorrow, man. 3 p.m. Look, and I know I'm speaking with confidence here. It's what I do. I'm trying to keep you guys level-headed because I've seen, I'm seeing a lot of people that say there's no hope. Let me tell you something, man. Um, it's still going to be hard to get done. It's still going to be hard to get done because these two are going to have to agree uh, before 3 p.m. I'm not saying by any means it is going to happen, but I think with the situation where this team is at, you got to make something happen. And I'm not talking about Dennis Schroeder 
or, you know, a move like that, that's not going to put us over the hump. So, I mean, you know, those, those moves will be great. We definitely need some bench help. You can always hit the buyout market, but, I mean, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. So, I don't know. Look, you're, you're, look there, there's a lot of conflicting reports. At the end of the day, I think there is smoke, but whether it gets done or not, that's a whole different story, man. So, and try to get to as many callers as I can. So, you know, there, there's a lot of people calling in. I'm definitely going to start a Discord soon for the members only, just so we can get some uh, some callers we know. Um, yo, what's going on? You're on the show. What's up, dude? What up, man? So big fan of yours, man. I watch your stuff, but I got a, a little bit hypocritical. I got to say why. Right, How is it. it that everybody wants to win now and win this second, and everybody's tired of waiting, but also nobody wants to trade the future of Harry Smackdown? Uh, I'm I'm not really. You know what I mean? No, I, I I'm not really understanding what you're saying. Like, we don't we don't right, well, want it. Obviously, Tyrese Maxey is a second year player. Right. He's the future of the Sixers. He's not the win now piece of the Sixers. What do you mean he's not a win now? Tyrese Maxey's a pretty good player. It is second year actually, and he's he's not the main. He's not the main I, I totally agree with you. Team. And I understand that, but his, obviously the thing of Tyrese Maxey is his upside. It's not that uh, I believe he's going to be an all-star, right. but we look at his upside as the only reason we're not trading him Correct. because we're scared he'll turn into like Damian Lillard or something like that. Correct. But we also all say that, oh, well, we want to win now. I mean, if you get James Harden, you know what I mean? Like a win now team. I'll be honest. And even on, even on that tip, I, I can't even, if I'm the Nets, First of all, I don't think this trade happens at all. I hope it does. But the Nets would be the dumbest team in the NBA. Ben Simmons is a broken player that makes over $30 million a year. Right. And, and you, Yes, he's an amazing first-team first all-defense defender. But that look, doesn't warrant his contract. Look, dude, I'm all here to hate on 2-5, trust me. But at the end of the day, you bring that guy in to a team with Kevin Durant where he doesn't have to be as much of a dominant force on offense and you're a team like the Nets, who, as I've now harped on for an hour, like they're just they're in a bad situation. So, would you want to get something out of that out of that trade? If I was the Nets and I had to trade James Harden, it definitely is going to the Philadelphia 76ers for Ben Simmons. Do you? Th- There's do a you lot think of they have really amazing defenders. Do you think right now the Nets are in a situation where they're like, yeah, we're we have a good shot to win this year? What do you think? I honestly, no, I don't think they're in a good shot to win this year. I think Kevin Durant is one injury away from that team not making the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I mean, that, that's the answer to your question. Kyrie can opt out. James Harden can be a free agent. I mean, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Oh, I, I definitely think they should trade James because I think he's a sixer no matter what in the top season. There you go. But I definitely wouldn't trade him for Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons contract. Like, as much as 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 high as I was on Ben Simmons, at the end of the day, right now, he's just a really good defender with nice ball skills and pushes the ball up the court well. All right, man. Yeah. It's not that hard to find for thirty million. You know what I mean? I I agree with that, which is why this the fact that these talks are you know evolutionizing are even crazy to me. Um, but I, that's I think, what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> it I makes think zero the, sense. I mean, yeah, but like the Nets you know, would be yeah, they're trying to get the as last, much as they can. Yeah. 
hey, we'll see what happens, man. Appreciate the call. Um, the point about us not being a win now team, if you get James Harden, you're a championship team, man. Um, and that that's the whole point of this. That's why I want this to happen. At one point, I was fine with Halliburton and Heald and Picks because I thought we'd at least have a shot. You get James Harden, you are a championship contender. No doubt about it. No, no doubt about it at all. William with the $2 donation. CB3 went through the same thing uh, his second year in Houston. Uh, what are we talking about exactly? Um, CB3 in Houston, that team, like I feel like people don't give that team enough credit. They were a CP3 injury and a very bad historic shooting night away from going to the finals. So, I mean, people, you know, and, and that team was built a lot different. They were obviously a ton of shooters, but it's like, you know, I mean, come on, man. James Harden gives you a shot, a good shot. I don't think we have to overpay crazy, but, I mean, this thing's going to go down to uh, to 3 p.m. tomorrow. It is. So, but I, I'm not trading Max. I don't think uh, I don't think the Nets can demand that by any means. Butter, welcome to the Fire Take Nation. Thank you for being a uh, a channel member. Thank you for joining the Fire Take Nation, home of the hottest takes, realest of the real. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Shout out to all the channel members. Let's talk real quick about some other pieces as well. Like I said, a couple names: Dennis Schroeder, Alec Burks. We haven't heard a lot, you know, about a lot of other pieces that are available. And, uh, you know, Javon Carter, like, this could end up being a, a huge three-team trade. This could end up being a, a three-team trade, a four-team trade, just like it was last year with James Harden. You know, pieces going every which way, picks swapping. I mean, it could be something like that. You never know. You never know. And in terms of the uh, James Harden contract thing, the extension, right, uh, going into in the offseason, that is definitely a concern. But what I'm saying, if we can get a couple good years out of this core, plus in the offseason, I would put my trust in Daryl Morey to try to facilitate a Tobias trade um, or, or something else that makes us more athletic in terms of a team. But right now I'm looking at the Eastern Conference. I just don't see anybody that I'm really you know fearful of. I don't see that. I don't see that. William with the $2 donation again. Thank you, my man. Appreciate it. Says, uh, coming off a hamstring, people. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Look at CP. Look how he's aged. I know they're, you know, they're kind of different players there. But, I mean, this is James Harden. Think about James Harden and Joel Embiid. I don't think James Harden has lost 10 steps like, like people think he has for some reason just because of the situation he's in. Everybody has to bite a little bit. Things have to dip for for them to mesh as a team. You know what I mean? So that's just how I'm feeling about it. Let's go back to the lines, man. What's going on? You're on the show. Hey, what's going on? It's RB. Yo, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? It's Daddy Taylor from Jersey. What's up? How you doing? How you feel, man? You're right. I'm I'm Hey, listen, you just touched <laughs> you just touched bases. You just touched bases on what I was sitting there thinking. Like, I right, I get it. You know, Dal Morris got his little man question hard and I get it. Yeah. But what I'm what I'm confused with and trying to understand is like, okay, how does this deal make us better? You just touched bases on in terms of our front court is 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 one of the most unathletic front courts in all of basketball. Yep. We're probably like the lower tier in regards to rebounding. 
and bench going? How does that help us? I mean, you know, it, it kind of it sets us back. And then they got the nerve to ask for the only guy that does rebound in terms of drumming because you can't really put Embiid and Drummond on the floor at the same time. So where is this rebound supposed to come from? Unless you're giving me, I forgot his name, the young guy uh, from the Nets, the bouncy kid with the blonde dreads. His name is just from Georgia. Claxon. You know what I mean? Unless you include something like that back, like Javon Carter don't move the needle for me at all. Patty Mills don't do nothing for me whatsoever. I mean, I like his consistency as the point guard, the veteran point guard that we kind of need. But if you're telling me you got Harden, most of the time the ball's in his hand, and when he goes to the bench, you can slide Maxie over to the one. So I'm not really understanding, like, how does this benefit us, especially when they got to get rid of him. We can wait till summertime, you know, and, and get this guy, and it won't cost us nearly as much. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, why are we breaking our neck, bending over backwards to make this deal when it actually is going gonna, is gonna to hurt us into some degree. I mean, I get it. Bible, you know, he's, you know, He's great defensively, but that's really all he is. And we can take the hit, but at the end of the day, I mean, other things with Ben and whatever, but at the end of the day, our front court help still going to be lacking unless you got a deal in place with Tobias already, you know what I mean, to help improve on that front court. That's where I would be putting my energy at. Yeah. Like, this is a reach, but the more realistic one would be, hey, let's see what we can do about the, the, uh, the Harris thing and improving this front court. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think it's a good point, definitely. Um, but as it comes down to it, I just think James Harden is a dude that can go out there and get you a you know, ton of buckets whenever you need him. He can come in um, and just be that dominant scorer we haven't had. You know, people mm-hmm. people struggle with the idea uh, of Tobias Harris. And, you know, this guy, Tobias Harris, he can pretty much cap out at 20 points um, regularly. Mm-hmm. That's what I expect from Toby. So at the end of the day... James Harden is going to make up for a lot of that deficiency. But I, I agree 100% with your point about uh, about the athleticism. I think we'd still need to upgrade. Um, and that's why I wouldn't rule out Tobias getting moved. Um, so I'm there with you on that. Yeah, I, yeah, because, I mean, unless you're telling me what you saw I worked out last year with the buyout market, you know what I mean? You had the big people to come here and no one wanted to come. I'm hoping this year be a little bit better. But like I said, I think that that needs to be the area of focus because if you think about Harden, Harden has always played with that live guy, that bouncy guy, that pogo stick guy. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he can't run no plays for him, but he just can just hoop it to him, and that's all he really does. Because if you figure the floor, the way it's going to be spread, and be playing where he's playing, and Harden at the top with the pick and roll, who's going to be that role guy? I mean, unless you start giving more minutes to Paul Reed. And I don't know if he can really handle that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but <laughs> at I, this stage. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. I mean, at the same time, though, I could also say he's never played with a guy like Joel Embiid. Right. And, right. right. I mean, it's an interesting point. So. Yeah, because yeah, my thing is, like I said, we're still one of the worst. We're still one of the worst uh, big scoring teams in the league. You know what I mean? So, unless you're giving me Cam Thomas in there, right? That's how, you know, if you're going to take one of my up-and-comers, I'm going to get one of your up-and-comers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cam Thomas looks like a cat that can put the ball in a hole. So unless you're giving me something that's meaningful, because you got to make this move. I really don't have to. I can sit tight and be all right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just wanted to, you know, tap in, see your thoughts on it, on some of these ideas 
has been bouncing around my head. I just and lastly before I go, you you called it a long time ago before anybody else about you know the Brian Windhorse and and all these cats, man. They're just getting exposed as even when Woj put it out there like hell. Don't believe none of this stuff. Nothing's going on. But we already knew, you know, the other people work for Clutch. Yep. You know what I mean? Double agents or whatever. And they sit there and try to pump info out there in, in, into the universe. And it cracks me up with, oh, well, you know, we, we got it from a known source. Yeah, Ben. Ben is the guy that <laughs> called you up. You sat down. You, you know what I mean? You, you, you chopped it up for a little bit. And then you want to come back and like, oh, I've got this amazing lead. Well, we know what the lead is. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> so it's yep. just funny that everything coming to fruition. Hey, man, always a pleasure. Be safe out there. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for the call. Yeah, some some good points there. Sorry about the uh, the volume, guys. I just adjusted it. Did it get better at all? Did the volume get better? Let me know. Um, I guess I had the thing up too far. Hopefully it's not killing anybody's ears. But anyway, you know, in terms of the athleticism, I still think Daryl Morey is going to make a, a subsequent move, whether we get James Harden or not. I think he's going to have to upgrade this roster. He has to upgrade this roster, man. Um, we're not good enough from the bench. I've, I've said I was. I've been on this since the the off season. We need a, a bench score, man. We need a bench score, and and again, at the end of the day, I don't. Th- I think Sixers fans are numb to this idea of like, like we want to point out all these negatives, and some of them are are good issues. Some of them are, are good issues that you're bringing up. Like, I agree with them. But at the end of the day, we've never had another dominant score like that. We've never had another score like that, man. But, um, like I said, everybody wins if a trade happens. Everybody wins. That's why we're hearing all these rumors. But it's just weird to hear, you know, a lot on both sides of the equation. So, Chiquita says it's better. All right, good. Yeah, I didn't mean to have it up that high. I apologize about that. Hopefully we're good. Gets tricky sometimes. Um, but I look, guys, I hope something happens, man. I hope something happens. If it doesn't happen, it will be the first time that I'm criticizing Daryl Morey. Heavy. Heavy criticism. Got to make something happen, man. Would I be happy with a Schroeder trade? I, I would take Dennis Schroeder off the bench as a backup guard. I don't know who else is really. I mean, I've heard different names, but I don't know who's, you know, actually actively available. So it's going to be interesting, man. Going to be interesting. Uh, Trush, thank you for joining the Fire Take Nation. Welcome to the squad. Home of the hottest takes realest of the real. Thank you very much for uh, supporting the channel, becoming a channel member. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So what I'm getting here is the is the general consensus from the callers that we don't want James Harden. I I'm confused by this fan base, man. I thought we would we would be excited at the chance to get another lethal dominant scorer next to Joel Embiid. I'm gonna take like two more calls and then we'll get ready for tomorrow, man. Ben's a broken player with a max contract. He's refusing to play for the Sixers. Keep thinking Nets don't have leverage. They've lost nine in a row. They stink. They're not a good team. I'm not saying they don't have leverage. 
I'm just saying they don't have a lot of it. They're a team. They're they're going to slip, man. I just don't see the Nets like, you know, even if James Harden comes back to the Nets, it's like, are they really going to go all in and win this season? They are banged up. They're not on the same page. That's just how I feel about it, man. So we'll see. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Hello? Hello? See you later. They act like... They act like Harden is 42 years old. That's what I'm saying, man. They act like this guy is just... They act like Harden is just... He he hasn't played in three years, and he's at the end of his limb. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Yo, what's up, bro? What up, man? Dude, I can't believe this fan base doesn't want Harden. It's actually... Oh, thank you. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. Somebody. Finally. I feel like I'm going crazy here, man. I feel like I'm going out of my mind. It's like... It's unreal. <laughs> I've been on Twitter all day, just, you know, like at work, just trying to see all the reports and shit that comes out. I mean, it's crazy. I think we are going to get him, but I think they're both just, um, Maury and Mark are just really kind of, they're just playing like cat and mouse with each other right now. I yeah, think yeah. when we get to like the final day tomorrow, I think they're going to get serious and say, all right, like we got to meet somewhere because I think they both know they got to get this done, you know? Yeah, dude. I mean, so many trades happen on the last day. Like, we are we forgetting what happened last year? So many dominoes just falling left I and know, right. Crazy. And you got people here saying that there's no hope. I mean, th- this is how a negotiation works. You, you go back and forth, and you eventually settle where you don't. I mean, it's just crazy, man. Yeah. I think we are going to – I think um, – I mean – definitely like don't want to tr- i think max is definitely off the table i listened to like the mike mintanelli show earlier with yeah. um schultz, schultz on it and yeah. um i think like we're, de- we're probably gonna have to give up seibel mm. or um curry maybe both i mean both would be tough but i would do it for Harden. i don't definitely i, don't think he gives I would up do both. both i don't think he would i hope not i hope not but like definitely one or the other that's probably what um more he's gonna really like try to push for. Yeah, maybe, like, I, I could really see a three team but. trade, man. I could really see more teams getting involved in this. Um, because I think it would help out the Nets. Yeah. Yeah, the Nets the Nets gotta do this, man. They know it. They yeah. know it. Yeah, they have no draft um, capital and, and yeah. nothing else, man. They need they need something. Yeah, they're not gonna they gave away their whole team to get hard and basically they know if they lose it for nothing, they're screwed. Yep. They're done. Yep. I um agree. I really hope he. I really hope he get him, dude. I mean, I can't believe people just actually don't want him right now. It's crazy, man. I, I can't believe what I'm seeing, man. Like it's, it's nuts. We we don't want a chance at another elite score. It's it's crazy. It really is. I know. Like, how long do they? How many years do they think Embiid has? You know, yeah. And, and something you know, could happen to him next year, and then we're screwed. Yeah, and you know what's even you know? crazier is that. You know, everybody's saying, oh, well, this is the last trade chip in the process. Let me tell you something. The dude is not coming back to play. His like it, it you're not going to get many stabs at this. And now we are at the trade deadline. It like we can't just keep going on with this for years and years. Like at some point you gotta yeah. do something. And if it's James Harden, like, please sign me up. 
I will take that shot. Yeah, because knowing our luck, if we try to wait to the offseason, that's so like win, and then he won't want to yes. leave, and then we're screwed. Exactly. You know? that, knowing our luck, that'll happen. Yeah, so. exactly. And Bradley Beal, you know, we'll end up signing Bradley Beal after he comes off surgery, and, it, you know, for $250 million, or we'll do something like that. And it's like. Yeah, and for exactly. And for Woj to say there's no, um, there's no trash. I don't believe that at all. Honestly, I think, I think he's like, I think he's talking to probably like the, um, the next general manager or something. And they're just telling him just like, you know, keep quiet about this right now. I think, I think the Nets kind of got him like trying to keep quiet, you know, right now. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what's going until, on, like, man. It's weird. It's very weird. There's just too much smoke. Like everyone else is like putting their credibility on the line for people yeah. who like, you know, yeah. I've gotten some things right at least. It's just there's just too much for it to not be serious. I yeah. don't get why he's saying that. It's kind of annoying. But yeah, I agree, man. Hey, yeah. Appreciate the call, man. No problem, man. Thank you, man. It's crazy and you know, if other guys as well didn't come out in the last couple weeks, if there wasn't this whole thing about collusion, you know, like everything just adds up to at least there there is at least something going on. There's at least something going on. What what it is exactly, I don't know. Um, Greg with the $5 donation Thank you man Says bro What is Daryl Morey doing These reports about offering G League players bro Just be reasonable Harden is the superstar we need Come on man Look I think I think it's all negotiation tactics I think at the end of the day um, If Daryl views it reasonable Like last year You know he tried to get Kyle Lowry And The Heat just would not budge I'm sorry The, uh, the Raptors would just not budge You know they wanted Tyrese They wanted Thibault They wanted Two first, it just wasn't happening. But the difference is that the Nets are in a different situation that the Raptors were, and I, I'm just—I'm not going to explain it again. I have like five million times tonight. Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. If if nothing happens, I will believe. Well, obviously, we'll hear more about it. But what my I guess my gut instinct will tell me is that. The Nets just either believe they can try to win and, and try to have a chance to keep going somehow, or they just did not want to come down at all, and they were demanding a, a King's Ransom, like four to five things, and it just didn't work out like that. So, it's just nuts, man. Um, we got 400 people sitting here. Shout out to everybody. Yeah, I don't I don't get how Woj and, uh, and Windhorse are split like that. They're at the same station. You know, it's weird. It's weird. Um, did the volume get better, guys? Let me know. Did the volume get better? Let me know. I put it down a little bit. Or can you guys hear me better or, or what? Are we locked into Harden or is there any other interesting trade? Any thoughts? I feel bad we passed on Halliburton. I th- me personally, Clark, I would feel that uh, we're going all in on Harden. And if it doesn't happen, I think we could cut Tobias's salary that's that's what i think could happen we'll we'll send them to like an okc or something and we'll see what happens sorry about the volume being a little bit too high guys i apologize um where am i at here i'm glad we finally got someone on the other side of it i thought i was going crazy for a little bit like we'll see what happens sons geek what's up man welcome into the chat appreciate you being in here my guy Great Phoenix Suns creator. That was a great game last night, by the way. We should have won, but it is what it is. Um, and that's another. That's one more point I want to make. Then we'll get to the caller. Um, 
you know, if we get James Harden and the Sixers still fail, you know what's going to happen? Probably Doc Rivers get you know gets fired. If we say we get bounced in the second round, James Harden comes here, we probably end up firing Doc Rivers. But if we don't make a move, guess what? Doc's not going anywhere because there's still going to be that elephant in the room, right? Oh, well, he didn't have this or that. He didn't have that guy. He didn't have a chance. You watch. You watch. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Yo. Yo. Man, I think this trade happens, honestly, because the Nets, I mean, mean, it's a – if they don't make this trade, they're gonna like they're losing basically. Because yeah. James, you know, he's hinting that he doesn't want to be here. He wants to be traded to the Sixers. He wants to win. And if you know they don't make this move, they're gonna lose him in the off season for nothing. So I rather you know. And they said that the um, Nets countered our offer with um, I think it was Matisse, yeah. um, Steph, Andre, and um, Ben. Well, well, that's, that's I mean, what I they want apparently, but I we're not giving them all that. <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll give them. I, I'll give them Ben. Steph and Matisse. That's it. I'll that. I don't even James. know if I'd go that far. I, I don't think they, they can demand that type of package. I, I just don't think they can. I would give them maybe, you know. And, and look, and look, and look I'm going to tell you, look, I'm going to tell you, look, I'll tell you why this works. Look, if we trade away, if we trade this package, I mean, if they don't budget this, I mean, I don't, yeah, why they won't budget that? Because they're getting, they'll get Steph, they'll get Ben, who's a defensive player. He's good. I mean, Matisse, he's, you know, he's young and he could grow into a great player and he can shoot too. You know, we can't, you know, say that he can't. You know, you see how he was playing in Phoenix. He was shooting the ball. He looked, he looked nice. I was watching that game. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah, you know, yeah. he's a great defensive yeah. player. Yeah, the, the so, Nets are at a point. They just, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't feel people actually believe it yet because it's like, oh, well, Katie's at. Like, I, me personally, I feel like they're at the point where this core right here is not going to work. That's that's what I honestly it's, feel. Yeah, exactly. And then we don't know if, you don't know if Katie's going to stay healthy or not. You know, even if KD does come back, you know, and, you know, the Kyrie situation, you know, we don't know how they're going to play, like, you know, and then the way they're playing right now, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't but, see it happening for them. I really and don't. Then, and then if we trade that package, you know, if we get James, our starting role, starting players will probably be Maxie at the point, James at the sh- uh, shooting guard, and Danny Green could come into the small forward position because they're trading away Matisse. And I feel like Danny Green will fit in that role because the way he's been playing ever since that injury, he has been hot. You know, he's not, you know, putting up 20 for a game. You know, he's not that hot, but he's, you know, he's playing good. He's shooting, he's making, you know, and he's playing good. And I feel like he will fit in that starting role the way he's playing right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I still and think I we like need more athleticism. But, I mean, I, I feel like, and, and that's another good point about Maxie I've been hearing too. Like, you know, Maxie's going to learn a lot from a guy like James Harden. So exactly, yeah. make him better, man. But. Yeah, I I really hope it happens, man. I really hope it. Yeah, I feel like does. I feel like it does happen tomorrow because the Nets. You know, I rather you know if I'm the Nets, I I rather get something rather than nothing. You know, yeah. I feel like it happens tomorrow, definitely for sure. Yeah, I'll bank on a guy coming to a new situation, probably being fired up against his old team if he even plays. But uh, we'll see, man. Yeah, appreciate the call, man. All right. We're gonna go rapid fire, get a couple more people in real quick, and then we will call it, man. I can't believe it's been an hour and a half. Um, what a stream, man. You guys are the best. We still got 440 rocking in the chat. Guys, hit that thumbs up button if you're enjoying this, man. Hit that thumbs up if you're enjoying this. We got a, a sleep art with the $5 donation. Thank you, says could Christian Wood from the Rockets be a low-key pickup to pair with Embiid? Um, I do think there's a chance Christian Wood gets moved, actually, but I don't think it's to the Sixers. Don't really see us banking. I, I don't see Daryl Morey. Like, let's remember what he said on the radio. He's like, I want a difference maker. I want a star. 
I, I, I feel like he obviously he loves James Harden. I feel like that's the guy he has his sights set on. Um, yeah. And, you know, especially after we missed on Halliburton and, and McCollum and guys like that, I, I think Daryl has to have a plan in place, man. I feel like he does. So we'll see what happens. Trush with the $5 donation. Thank you very much. Appreciate the support and shout out to you for becoming a channel member. Says, I hope we get Dane, but I wouldn't mind Harden. Include Seth over Matisse if needed. Defense and ability to create his own shot issues. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think Dane's ever leaving Portland. If he doesn't now, then he just doesn't want to. And it's unfortunate, but uh, I think Harden would be a good fit with Maxi. I do. I think Maxi can also play off ball like he did in college. Um, and you can utilize his strengths a little bit. And I think Tobias could take a back seat. Um, I just want to see it. I, I want to see that tried with Joel. I want to see another dominant player like that. And we have until 3 p.m. All you know, a lot of the dominoes have fallen. All we're going to hear about is this Harden thing up until three. So we're going to get a good idea, uh, you know, based off what happens. But let's go rapid fire. Get a couple in here. Quick thoughts. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Yo, RB was positive. What up, man? We yeah, we we're, Yo, we got two in a I row thought, so far. Come on, make it three. Give me give me something good, man. Bro, I I don't even know what to say right now. So. <laughs> Earlier, I was listening to the Mike Missinelli show, and I heard that Brooklyn was interested in Isaiah Joe. Mm -hmm. Now, I know Isaiah Joe not a difference maker or whatever, but I started to think. Now, last year in the playoffs, when Ben was doing all that BS, everybody was saying, put Maxie in the game. And 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 Doc Rivers just kept making excuses, all post game interviews, doing all this stuff. You already know, and it got to the point where he was forced because Ben wasn't going to show up, yep, so yep. he had to start Maxie. So my thing is like, when you look at Isaiah Joe preseason, you see him shooting the lights out. Doc Rivers like he got to give him more time. <laughs> Doc Rivers got COVID. You, he, uh, I forgot what coach stepped in, but he, he started playing Isaiah Joe. Isaiah knocking the lights out. Yeah. It's like, God, no like, I, I just don't understand it. Makes no sense. And like, <laughs> if we give up Curry and Isaiah Joe, I don't know, man. Because, like, if we, if we give up Tobias, I already feel like that's going to open up Tyrese a little more for. You know, not giving up the ball, and that's gonna make his usage rate go up a little more, even though we got James. So I, I just, I don't know what you think. I look, I love Isaiah Joe. He's not untouchable, but I do agree with your point about Doc Rivers, and it's still a concern. And like I said, if we go and and we would lose after getting a guy like Harden in the second round or whatever, like Doc's gonna be Doc. He, you know, eventually if he keeps these same tactics up, he's gonna get uh, exposed, and it just is what it is. I. I'll never understand why he doesn't play Isaiah Joe, but, I mean, it's unfortunate. For the life of me, I just don't get it. I could honestly see him going somewhere else and then him just aspiring oh, yeah. to be a just a, 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 probably Seth Curry, a better dribbler, to be honest. Yeah. And yeah. a better defender. I mean, I, I just don't get it. But yeah. Thanks, for I appreciate you taking my call. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. I, I think the identity of the offense would be much more clear-cut with James Harden because you know who the ball has to go to. And the, and the caller makes a good point. Like, Doc is still a liability. He's still a liability, and that's why I get frustrated now, and, and we all do, because 
Some games it's Tobias getting 19 shot attempts. Some games it's Maxi. Sometimes Curry gets 15 shot attempts. Like James Harden comes in here. I'll tell you what, there's there's no games where James Harden's gonna get like seven shot attempts. No, he's gonna get his and Bede's gonna get his. And then you figure out the rest after that. So I mean, it's just it is what it is, man. It is what it is. And you have an opportunity, you gotta you gotta take advantage of it, man. Stephen A said he heard that Harden has been playing at sixty percent coming late to practices. I don't think Harden's fully invested in Brooklyn, man. I don't think he's fully invested. Um, just, you know, based off what I've I've been seeing, but who knows. What's going on? You're on the show. Yeah, what's up, RB? It's Roman down here uh, behind enemy lines in Atlanta. What's up, Roman? Um, I just want to say I think you're 100% right. I think these other Philly fans are tripping. Uh, <laughs> I think we need James Harden. Yeah. Yeah, we need, we in this trade package, I'm seeing they're going to throw in Patty Mills. I think that uh, mm. kills two burns with one stone. We have a, finally a veteran point guard coming off the bench that yep. you know is pretty consistent and will actually be able to lead this second unit. I know Doc Rivers is going to keep throwing them all in there at the same time. So at least we got somebody yeah. who can run an offense instead of having Spurk on up there <laughs> oh, playing point. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I can assure you that Daryl Morey has seen what we see and will make some type of point guard move tomorrow because we, we just can't we, we can't sit here and, and be complacent with Furkan as our backup point guard. It's just not gonna happen. Oh yeah, and then and then if James if we get this trade for James Harden and then he re signs with us, I mean yeah. we're a huge free agent destination this summer and then in the coming summers, depending on how long he signs for. So I mean, I don't see why people wouldn't take this trade. I mean, you can give up Curry and Thibel. I, I honestly don't really care. Thibel doesn't bring anything to you, like to the team when it comes to playoff time. No offense. Good individual defender, but I mean, our team defense is still trash. So, I mean... Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I don't, think, I don't think it really matters that much if you have a great individual defender when the whole team is like bottom half of the NBA when it comes to defense. Yeah, it's a good point. We got we got to be able to score the ball and, and be more dominant, man. But, uh, I look, I hope it happens, man, and I appreciate you calling in. Ain't no thing, bro. Thank I you, hope man. it happens, too. Have a good one. Shout out to you. <clears throat> don't do the trade. If we don't make it out of the second round, Harden would leave for the next team, and we lost – Two five and it doesn't matter, bro. He's not playing on this team. He's not playing on this team. James Harden takes up too much space. I don't even know what that means. Like, I don't even know what we're talking about sometimes here. Perm, what's going on, man? Shout out to all the channel members in the building. What's up, RB? Just got in here. You look hella tired. I am tired, man. It's been a long day. It's been a very long day. And now <laughs> a lot of people here are saying that they wouldn't trade for for Harden. And, you know, some people are Hopeful. Some people are not hopeful. Who knows, man? Who knows, man? But I appreciate you tuning in, man. I'm tired of waiting. That's what I'm tired of. I'm tired of year after year waiting and waiting and waiting and nothing happens. Let's go make something happen. Let's let's give it a try. Let's go try something, man. Come on, man. Gonna have to wait and see what happens. Trade deadline is tomorrow. Now it's now we are what? 16 hours away. 
16 hours away. All I can say at this point, guys, is hope and pray. Hope and pray something happens. Let's salvage our season here. Give us a shot. And we, we got to make something happen. It, it is time for a change. It is time for a change, man. Got to get something to happen. Got to do something. Nets don't need to panic at all. They will be fine. They won't be fine. They're going to lose their 10th straight game. 10 straight. What championship team loses 10 straight games? Sorry. Sorry. It just, it is what it is. Harden is pissed. I bet he sacrificed a lot of his game for the Nets and Kyrie will not do the same. Yeah, exactly, Sean. Exactly. Harden wants to win a ring. He wants the chance. He's not, it's not all, you know, rainbows and sunshine in Brooklyn. It's not. You got more fans showing up to the Garden for the Knicks who stink as well. It's just not happening, man. But look, we're going to get more information tomorrow. At the end of the day, we're here. I really appreciate everybody giving their thoughts and takes, even though, you know, we go back and forth and stuff. A lot of great callers, you know. I, I respect that. I appreciate that. At the end of the day, we're all one. We're all Sixers fans. Most of us are. And we got other NBA fans in here. So, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, whatever happens, happens. Some of you, like many Philly fans, want to sacrifice 10 years for a chance to win now. Come on, bro. Come on, stop it. Stop. We've been saying this since 2013. Do you know how different life was in 2013, 2014? Do you know what we had to go through and the pain we had to go through with a number one overall pick forgetting how to shoot or falling off a motorcycle? Another number one overall pick crawling into a ball and folding like a cheap tent First round pick after first round pick after first round pick. Owner with burner or GM with burner accounts. All right. Do you know what we had to go through? Letting Jimmy Butler walk. Michael Carter Williams forgets how to shoot after his rookie season has shoulder surgery. Do you know what we had to go through? 10 years. Give me a break, bro. You are too young to get it. Well, you must be too old to remember. <laughs> See, that's the problem, man. That's the problem. We we are used to getting disappointed, so we're willing to wait. We're willing to wait and just say, well, next year, the o- it should be called the Always Next Year podcast. Come on, man. I've been going through Philly since 1973. It, that's even more of a reason. That's more of a reason why you should be burning out of your seat to get something to happen, man. Unbelievable, dude. I I don't understand. I don't understand the mindset here. (laughs) I wasn't born in 1973, and I'm dying to go contend. You don't want to see one of the greatest talents in the modern-day game have a chance to compete for a championship. Crazy, man. Crazy. With Harris playing the way he's playing, you swap Curry with Patty Mills 
LOL, you can win with Harden. Who backs up and beat? B-ball, dirty. What do you mean who backs up and beat? Andre Drummond. Jimmy Butler leaving hurts and still hurts. Exactly. Sheesh, man. I'm, I'm just... Dude, I used to be the same way. I used to be the, the let's preach patience. I wanted to find the workout more than anybody. But I am tired of waiting, and we have a shot to do something. And I'm not trying to waste the rest of the season. Crazy, man. Embiid is just beginning. That's where we, that's where we cut him. See, that... <laughs> Embiid is just beginning. What? 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 See, now I know. Now I know. Why do I even expend the energy, bro? Why do I expend the energy? Embiid is just beginning. Well, damn. I, I must have took a nap for the last six years or something, bro. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Oh my gosh, man. Anyway, I don't have time to debate with, uh, you know, I, I I was trying to read the chat, get some some thoughts. The last few callers were spot on in my opinion. All the callers were great, though. I love debating with you guys. Um, man, I, you know, if you guys are this crazed tonight, I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow. By the way, guys, on Twitter, follow me right now. By the way, thank you guys for 2K followers, man. You guys are the best. We've been over there tweeting out bombshells. We're, we're talking, debating, discussing. We've just been talking, you know, a lot over there and, and giving some thoughts. It's, it's great. It's been, it's been great over there, man. Um, Perm with the $2 donation. <laughs> Shout out to my guy, Perm. Great channel member. Um, he says, now I see why you're tired. Now you see it, bro. Now you see it. It's been like this for the last two hours. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> this is, yes, this is why I'm tired, man. This is why I'm tired. Oh, man. <laughs> it's been, it's been some night, man. It's been some night. Team was not constructed right from the beginning. Let it, let's get it right by building a foundation. I would agree with that, but, but this is our foundation. This is what we've amounted to. You just said it. This is how we build it. You got to try something, man. Man. Always looking for the shortcut. Quick fix is one of the reasons the six. No, the, the reason we, that we don't have the fix is because we draft dudes and we have the worst luck ever. What other, I would never wish 2-5 and Markel Fultz on my worst enemy. My worst demon, I would never wish that on. We don't draft correctly. Furkan is a first-round pick. Do you want to look at the 2016 draft? 2-5, Furkan, and TLC. That's the problem. Meanwhile, you give the Warriors, you give the Suns, you give the Grizzlies three first-round picks. You know what they're going to do? They're going to draft talent. They're going to draft talent. We've missed and missed. We traded uh, peanut allergy Zyre Smith, uh, or we got him and gave away Michael Bridges. Bridges got what? $70 million. That's the problem. And we don't develop. 
We don't develop. <sighs> Scott says, you're right. This is the time to strike if we're getting hardened. If we get hardened, this is the, the time to strike. This is the time. I would, I would wish Westbrook on my worst enemy. Just one quick point on the Westbrook thing. Not to say I told you so, but I did. If you guys remember the, the stream back before the season, I thought the Lakers would be good, but not great. But I, I said Russell Westbrook was pretty much a team destroyer wherever he goes. And look at what has happened with the Lakers, man. In fact, I'll end it on this. And shout out to everybody in the chat. Hit the like button. We got 300 likes. You guys are the best. Look, man. We thought at the beginning of this season, tying it all in, that the Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers would at least be pretty formidable teams, right? Look at where we're at now, halfway into the season. Neither of them are going to win anything. The East is open. The chance is there. Go strike and make something happen. Go strike and make. give us a chance. Give us a chance. Walter says, I... I Said every, I said, we'll make something happen at the deadline. Let's go, man. Windows open for a chip. Need to make a move. I agree, Spencer. I'm really, really hoping because I've backed Daryl Morey this entire time. I, I need this guy to do something big. I need him to get something done. He is known for trading for stars and taking deals down to the final, you know, the, the final hours, minutes, whatever. He's known for doing things that you might not expect, and here we are with a chance with a lot of smoke going around, man. So, do you think we get a player from an OKC trade? I think if the Harden trade doesn't go down, I, I could see us moving Tobias to OKC to, to get his cap out of here, or to get his contract and, and clear up cap space. LJ, I, I completely disagree with you, man. I completely disagree. Could not, dis, could not disagree more. The Nets are not a good team. If they were if they were a good team without Kevin Durant, they wouldn't be down twenty eight to two to the Celtics. They have Kyrie who plays one fifth of the games. They have James Harden who is openly frustrated. They're not a good team. Uh, your 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 core outside, and that's why because it's hard to build a core outside of those three when you have so much money allotted to those three. And you guys should know this why because the Sixers are in the same spot. They have two contracts that, that are very hefty, and it's hard to build around that. That's where you need the Seth Curry-like players. You're not winning a chip with the rest of your guys being DeAndre Bembry, Nicholas Claxton, and Bruce Brown. It's just not happening. And that's how I feel about it. They have zero role players. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They don't have that squad. They don't have the squad, man. So. Anyway, man. That's just where we're at. Um, thank you all for, for tuning in, man. It's been a heck of a night. Follow me on Twitter, guys. Uh, hit the like button. Subscribe. We will be here. We're going to try to be here tomorrow live before the deadline. In Mori, we trust, man. Hashtag make the trade. Hashtag seal the deal, man. Please make something happen. I don't want to give up the rest of the season, man. We got to do something. Time is now, man. You heard it here first.
Thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate all the calls, man. Be back tomorrow. Good or bad. See you guys then, man. Peace.